Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is another week and another episode of the Buddha Brothers Podcast. You've got Kyle. And Eric. And I had a crazy quote come into my mind last night. I don't know if it's from somewhere, where it is, but it just came to me. I woke up out of a sleep with this thing. And the quote is, and I'm like, it was perfect when I dreamt, dreamt it, yeah, yeah. but I'm probably going to butcher it now. You have to know when it's time to pound the steel or pick up the paintbrush or pick up the art. And it just goes into warrior culture. You need to know whether it's time to use the sword or to pick up the pen and do your calligraphy and your artwork mm. and, and be more on the artistic side. Because sometimes you need to be that warrior and you need to operate the best of your ability because your life is on the line. And then there's other times where you need to open up a new world and create something that's mm. never been invented and express yourself in ways that you've never imagined. And today, that's what we wanted to talk about is art and creation and how everybody has something that they do artistically. Whether they know it or not, mm -hmm. everyone has an art. Your art is your craft, what you produce in the world, what it is you do. It is a creation. And by that definition, everyone that creates is an artist. You are a creator of whatever it is you produce, whatever value you create in the world. That is a form of art. Yeah. Whatever it is you create. So it's an interesting thought to think that we're all artists, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. And everyone's art is different. Just like in martial arts, every style is different. Every art is different and has different pluses and minuses to everything. We as human beings have our own art and it's all different and it can be expressed in different ways. It can be from a painting to singing a song to inventing something brand new and unveiling an entire world, an entire industry, an entire market that hasn't existed before, but because it existed in someone's mind and they were artistic enough and use that warrior mentality to bring it into the world, it would not have existed. And even look at the martial arts, right? You have a section where it's meant to kill people straight up. Like it's meant for self-protection or to like defend or to even attack mm -hmm. right and then there's this whole other side of it this artistic expression this flowiness this meditative practice this perfectionist this never-ending journey that you continue to do and build on and it, you age with it till mm. till you die and that's that's the beautiful part about it and when i look back to my schooling years I was terrible at anything artistic. Yeah. Like, like arts and crafts. Draw, like when I, when I was the kid sticking macaroni on the sheet, mine was always the one with the macaroni was not in the right place. So like, look, mom, it's beautiful. She'd be like, no, you're not an artist. <laughs> but it's just, I wasn't talented in that realm of schooling. In that form of art. Yes. As I got older, so I, I grew up with the impression like, I'm not an artist. I, I, I can't do art. 
I don't like art. All of a sudden, though, we start this thing. Pluto Brothers. Yeah. And I'm finding that it's more about art than anything else. Your art. Yes. Us creating art. Yes. Us creating this thing for people to experience. And that's the beautiful part about art. Art isn't selfish. Art is created to give as an experience. It's for other people to enjoy. Yes. And that's interesting because if art is for other people, whatever the art form takes, it cre- it by definition should create value for other people. Listening to a song is beautiful. The value in the song is the way it makes you feel. Mm. If art made people feel like shit, no one would buy it. <laughs> but there is some that does. <laughs> what art that makes people feel like shit people pay for? Some movies. Some Horror movie. movies, but they enjoy getting the shit scared out of them, which is fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> so they enjoy that. That's the value. I love getting them. I know people that love horror movies. Scares the shit out of me. What about people that do like the hooks in them and then they That's hang some dinky shit. That's some, like, I, I, that's listen, art. Sure. Them. <laughs> but they pay for that shit, so it's got to be valuable. Yes. If it wasn't valuable, they wouldn't be like, yes. Yes. Everything. Pierce my nipple. <laughs> like, <laughs> and one thing, though, is that you never know when you create the art. You You essentially build it for you to solve problems as an expression of yourself right you you're building it around your expression but once it once you're like all right this is a finished thing and i'm going to share it it you cannot control what the experience is going to be exactly how many times do we put out something thinking our experience is going to be one way and it's completely different right and I'm sure that like musicians like wrote a song a specific way and ex- wanted a specific like result and then they put it out and a, it, it completely has the opposite, right? You can't force art. You know, you can't like, I'm going to make a viral video. I will bet you 99% of the time it will not be a viral video because you set out with the expectations to make a viral video. Yeah. Our most viral videos were the ones that we had no idea anyone would even care about. Yes. Throwaway content. And, like, look at that ocean spray guy, right? Like, the guy is singing Fleetwood Mac on the, on the, like, look at the, you went viral. Look at the combination of artistic expression in that. You have Fleetwood Mac, right? Just a gangster ass band. Orange spray, which makes this juice. And this guy who just, like, he revives this, like, well, I I don't say revive, but he, like, he reignited put the, it. Yeah, he put that branding back on the planet by literally expressing what he loves to do on a skateboard <laughs> and just drinking uh, this stuff, like, cranberry juice. Yes. <laughs> and it, like, went nuts. It was a sensation. It was infectious. Yes. It worked. And it was because he was authentically yes. expressing himself. And Everybody could see that. Precisely. Yes. I will guarantee he wasn't like, yo, guys, I'm going to make this viral video. I'm going to be on my skateboard, listening to Fleetwood Mac. I'm going to be sending out these good vibes. I'm going to take a sip of my cranberry juice, and I'm going to be famous. 
Guaranteed that didn't happen. I guarantee he was just cruising in the moment. I love this song. Oh, shit. Let me bust out a TikTok or whatever it was. And it goes back to what you say. When you try to plan something to go viral or for everybody to like it, it never, never. freaking happens. Never. It never happens. Yeah. I bet you the person who made the Mona Lisa could have never fathomed that that piece of art would be what it is today. That is an iconic yeah, piece sure. of art. No way he's drew that thing like, this is going to be remembered for the rest of time. It's going to go viral. <laughs> totally, totally. Not at all. And artists in their time, no one gives a shit about because they're not the famous ancient Picassos of the world. When Picasso was alive, you couldn't give his shit away. Yeah. Something funny happens to the value of things when the person dies. Biggie and Pac, amazing hip-hop artists. I don't know if they would be as famous as they were or are if they didn't die in mm. their prime. They didn't have time to get into the drug addictions mm. or this happening. And have their lives or fall apart. This or like caught on this scandal or whatever Hollywood and mainstream media does to people. These guys made it to the pinnacle and literally were gone. Right? Yeah. And then... Because that's it. You have their whole collection of work. Now it's so scarce. Yeah. They can no longer produce it. Unless your Tupac keeps dropping albums <laughs> for years after. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting that there's, there's no, like a lot of, a lot of art is in, is perceived value as well. You know, when you, as is a painting, it's just somebody that's, it's something that someone drew. It's the story that we tell ourselves that this is a Picasso and it's an original, you know, it's like, this is all perceived value. Like it's worth $140 million because that's what someone's willing to pay for it. Yeah. That's its value. It's not necessarily the paint strokes, you know, it's, it's the story of the guy and the, you know, he, Van Gogh cut his ear off and this, that, now there's a fucking museum for him. And man, I, well, I learned this lesson so hard with us and we still even fall into the trap is like, if you start doing things for the recognition, for the viewers, for the, it never works. No. Like when you just build it without caring about anything yes. and just build it because you think it's beautiful and this is what you like and this is how it should be. It always does much better. And man, music is one of the best arenas for this. Two artists that just stand out in my mind. Charles Bradley. Have you, you, no. You've definitely listened to I've his songs. It. Yeah. He, this guy sings and he sounds like James Brown. Oh, you've shown me. Yeah, you showed me this guy. Yeah. yeah. This guy hustled music his whole life. Whole life. Didn't have one freaking hit and broke out in his 50s to 60s. And could you imagine being so committed to your art that you were struggling to survive and you don't care? You just keep going out and massive, massive breakout Shambhala, like uh, like all like Coachella, all of these crazy war um, shows he was doing, wow. and the other one is Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. This story is bananas. If you haven't watched Searching for Sugar Man, yeah, do it. It is worth the watch. The I'm just gonna give yeah. a spoiler. Cole's notes. Yeah, this is the complete spoilers. It's, it's history, so whatever. 
so he was an artist and he spent his dedicated his whole life to making music and somebody bootlegged his tape and brought it to South Africa where it blew up yeah and he was bigger than the Beatles in South Africa and while he's sitting here struggling to pay rent working labor barely in the USA barely affording his life in the USA he is this giant star in South Africa and everybody in South Africa thought he like committed suicide <laughs> on stage but somebody searched and found this guy and was like hey dude you're famous he's like no no way no I don't believe it his first show after retiring from music because it wasn't working was in front of a packed stadium with 90,000 fans in South Africa real you can't like no that's fake but imagine that's how long Mm -hmm. it took him to realize the success of his artistic Mm -hmm. expression yeah right I can't remember it was on one of our AGMs or one of our annual general meetings and we were going through our business and figuring out how we were going to handle the next year and I just remember having this vision of us projecting like beating to marching to the own beat of our drum and just sending out good vibes and creating this art that we are creating it is our artistic expression Hmm. and I remember thinking like that's that's we can't lose that because that is what makes this special yeah and even for you right like you're more artistic than I am like in the traditional sense in the traditional sense but even too like you love to spend time in creating things you yeah. pa- you have paintings you yeah. have and you operate best in that space damn right and like you enjoy that but it's so hard because the world constantly tries to prevent artists from being in that space right they have so many catches because art isn't operations it's not it's not exchange for time it's not Mm. it doesn't operate in the same realm like you need to develop it create it try it out it's long-term gratification right it Mm -hmm. doesn't Mm -hmm. you don't just create something in 30 seconds and it be valuable Mm -hmm. it takes mastery it takes work it takes iterations yeah it's slower and the world always the world doesn't like slow Mm -hmm. you know they want choose it up yeah they want it to they want everything fast and now right they want a mcdonald's every day and i think detaching yourself from the outcome and actually enjoying the process of art creation is the magic enjoying creating something and that that's once the product's done my, I've already got my enjoyment out of the process, you know, mm-hmm. creating, making something new, taking an idea that I have in my head because I just see it and then bringing it into reality. That process I've been obsessed with ever since going to engineering school and living out that process, dreaming up something, making a, a 3D engineering model, and then that model showing up in real life. That blew my mind. It blew my mind because I thought of it. And if I didn't think of it, the thing that's in front of me right now wouldn't exist. I was the conduit into which this creation exists. 
that is powerful because if you can in your mind think of something and bring it into this world that is a huge asset mm. that is a huge asset to to think creative to think creatively and bring something into the world into the physical world it lives in in your mind and now it's in reality to learn how to get good at doing that i saw such huge potential and it changed it, it literally was like i need to do this i need to do this i need to think of things and bring them into reality and shocker when am i at my best it's when i'm creating it's when i'm designing it's when i'm testing it's when i'm failing it's when it's not working but then i then i have a solution it's the journey it's the process to get to the end product that is the enjoyment that i get the fact that people enjoy our products is the cherry on top that completes the circle right enjoying the process and if you look at martial arts you have to enjoy it like let's take filipino martial arts in reality there's only a few ways you can stab somebody right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's a weapons art sure it's about stabbing and cutting but obviously everybody who trains it isn't just thinking about killing murdering and murdering people, people right <laughs> right you know there is art behind it yeah there is like mastery and 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 doing it and the disarms and the patterns sure. and the and the flow and and like getting better with using these tools and you can see how it gets addictive and how you get into it. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like, there's only a few ways to choke somebody. There's and, a lot. More and, than I knew. <laughs> and then you throw in these lapels and all yeah. this stuff and people do it. Like, look at the 10th Planet guy doing all this, like, rubber chicken yeah. ground control freaking skydiver technique. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, like, crazy <laughs> innovations. But that's, that's an artists. Art. Artists created yes. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that stuff didn't exist. Like, mm -hmm. Martial arts has exploded with new things in the last 10 years Yeah, with the advent of the internet. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to watch it. Like we wouldn't be doing Filipino martial arts if it wasn't for the internet. Yeah. Fact. And, like trying out all these new yeah. cool things. Yeah. What's also interesting when you're looking at, at art and what would you say is the opposite of art? Like, structure structure numbers and this that so or just, just uh what i'm trying to get at is it wasn't until i want to say the advent of the internet where structure and you know knowing accounting and and right what's right brain and left brain which one's the creative which one's i think left brain is creative I'm Either not 100%. way, the creative brains were useless. Great, sing songs and entertain us. Yeah, where right brain it, or whatever brain it is, where it's analytical, you know, having the skill set to crunch numbers and know things and regurgitate facts, that's valuable. Mm -hmm. As as societies morphed and molded, I swear, artistic attributes are now valued higher than they were before yeah it used to be that the more analytical was highly prized highly valued because i can take your analytical knowledge and you can build a factory and i can make money off you and blah 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 that it's the structural and, and computers were like that's a clear cool useless right exactly so all of the analytical things that have been automated 
by computers, if that is now the level playing field, and guess what? You suck at accounting? Don't worry. There's an app for that. Right. Now, all of a sudden, us artistic folk, that the analytical folks that had no creativity, no creativity, no artistic flair, they're like, shit, we got replaced. Mm-hmm. And until computers start replacing artists, the runway looks long. Yeah. It does, you know. And it and it literally has a lot to do with why we want to be a perma indie brand. Yes. Right? Because no matter what, if you're a business and you grow to a certain amount of employees and humans and cash flow and you IPO, you lose the art. Because now you got to make your quarterly earnings. And you're responsible for this board of directors doing all this, like... You can't just be free and create and enjoy and yes. experience and express yourself without without running it by Ron and from freaking you know public relations. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Or like getting six pe- six people into a room to discuss your idea of how you're going to put this on your sneaker. Yeah. Like I don't think this is a good idea. This is really going to be bad for the brand. It's like I made this brand. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that kills the art. Yes, it kills the art. And, you know, Nike is hasn't really done anything as big as Jordan ever again. Like, you know, like blue, what was it? Blue, blue ribbon. ribbon shoes. This freaking indie thing that turned into Nike that stole the globe and like... Mm. It was the most badass thing on the planet. Yeah. And then, you know, now you got your Jordans, you got this yeah. stuff, there's a culture around it, but like they were they were gods within their their space. Sure, sure. You know? I also think that those times will never exist again. That up and coming boom era of the boomer generation where all of this was possible because all of a sudden disposable income exploded and you could create a shoe company that could expand across the globe and have thousands of employees i feel like that pendulum's swinging again and it's swinging to indie independent producers of value that can be trusted that are doing their own self and you're seeing it with how content's being consumed with all these new sites opening up where creators go and they do their own thing where they don't have restrictions you see that too with like brands that just don't grow up and they just stay small you see mm-hmm. that with musicians who yeah. don't start yeah. join these giant labels mm-hmm. it's yeah you're right there's there's something with it it's it's swinging it's swinging to there's almost a a not a blowback but there's just a a a change in the breeze there's just this people care about things now and you know what? We are now able to connect directly to the consumers. Right. Like consumers or your community. I shouldn't always say consumers. Your community is able to directly connect to you and yeah. you to them. Yeah. That was never possible no. before. We'd have to get a TV deal and a late night infomercial to check out the new Budo Brothers ice pick. Yeah. The fact that we could just record this and throw it out and people hear it who are in our community yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Spent a couple hundred bucks on 
podcast equipment in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we do this. <laughs> <laughs> Food of Brothers Challenge. Ooh. Mm. Look at what you are creating and don't necessarily discount it as, oh, I'm not an artist. Whatever it is you are creating, that is your art. Your art is your craft. Master your craft. Become the artist that you are and provide value and serve others through that art medium. And, you know, if you think that you do nothing artistic, really take a deep dive. Because there is some area in your life where you're expressing yourself in an artistic way. You could be a coach and designing football plays that you've never, people have never seen or you're doing. creating. There is some area that you are creating in and generally it feels good when you're in that space. Damn right. If you're in a funk, go create. It, it's therapy. Yeah. All right. I think that's where we're leaving it. Until next week. <laughs>